Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan, if you're new here, and I'm the host of this podcast. This week we're going to be talking about how to get out of your own way. And I really wanted to do this episode because I feel like, as you guys know, I feel like if you've been listening to episodes throughout this entire year, it's just been a very big year of self-discovery and just like really healing and just figuring a lot of stuff out about myself but there's this thing that kind of comes with learning new things about yourself and self-discovery and growing and healing and that is getting out of your own way because it can be really hard when you start having all these realizations about yourself and who you actually are and like what you actually care about and you're so married to the idea of things needing to be the way they always have been and just so connected with your old self that you sort of subconsciously and accidentally get in your own way as you try to transition to you know a new version of yourself and adopt like habits and practices and lifestyles that more so align with all the things that you've learned and just all in all the ways you've grown and how you've healed and everything And I feel like I have noticed this in the last few months with myself where I'm like, okay, I've really been working on this and I feel like I've grown a lot in this area and I'm like healing from whatever it is. And then I'm like, okay, well, now that we've like gotten through all of that, I am feeling like this itch and this desire to just step into something bigger and like greater and the side of me that doesn't want to get uncomfortable again and just wants to kind of like keep things the way they are because of not wanting to be uncomfortable and just because it's like what I know right now, it sort of results in me getting in my own way to where I can't, I'm like literally preventing myself from stepping into, you know, the new version of myself that I'm like trying to be after I've done all of this inner work and tried to heal and grow and everything. And it's not necessarily true across the board in every aspect of my life, but I feel like as a whole, um, we tend to just get in our own way when it's time for us to step into something different. And maybe it's not something bigger. Maybe it's just something different. And maybe you don't even know what that other thing is and that's kind of where I'm at right now I'm like I don't know what it is but I just like feel like I need to be stepping into something different like I'm feeling myself every single day just like my head just absolutely running a million miles an hour with just like thoughts and desires and like what I want to do next and like all of these things but I tend to just sort of let those things sit in my head and I just don't do anything about it because I would rather let myself get in my own way so I don't have to get uncomfortable again (laughs) and because it's like starting all of this process of inner work and growth and healing and figuring myself out was really uncomfortable like initiating that entire process and going through it was really uncomfortable and now I finally feel like I'm in a place where I have learned a lot about myself and I'm now in the phase where like I should be like doing the real life application of a lot of things and now that I'm at that point I'm like I don't want to get uncomfortable again so I've just felt like I've been in my head and kind of getting in my own way and I sat down and really was just like okay 
I just really need to think of the ways that I tend to get in my own way and the things that like when I look back on things in the past when I've like really resisted change and really resisted doing something different I tried to just reflect on those times and really just jot down the things that I notice I tend to do when I'm going through like a season like this and um, how I sort of get in my own way and then I wanted to just give you all tips on how to get out of your own way because I think all of us go through this at some point or another but we don't really realize it and you kind of I realize it because I like to start getting really frustrated with myself a lot and I'll just be like if this is how you feel like why can't you just do something about it and I notice when I'm having like those thoughts I'm like okay clearly I'm getting in my own way because there's nobody like literally sitting in front of me like telling me you absolutely cannot do this or you absolutely must do that and I'm like okay I'm clearly the one that's in my own way so I just wanted to share this episode because I just thought it would be helpful for those of you that feel like you tend to go through the same thing especially when you're going through a time of change or um, if you're just like really trying to step into a different lifestyle or step into something different that you aren't really used to doing or something that's new for you and I think that it'll be helpful for you guys but before we get started let's go ahead and take care of the quote for this week and the goal and the gratitude. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The quote this week is from Tumblr, and it's from Susan Weisberry, and it's pretty in alignment with this week's episode topic, and it says, with every act of self-care, your authentic self gets stronger, and the critical, fearful mind gets weaker. Every act of self-care is a powerful declaration. I am on my side. Each day, I am more and more on my side. Really love this for this week's episode because I love the emphasis on how self-care is tied to your authentic self, and each little decision you make that is an act of self-care is an act of taking care of yourself, and as a result, you know, that's your true self getting stronger, and one way to sort of deal with a critical and fearful mind is just by really layering in as much of those little acts of self-care as you can, because a lot of times we're just so focused on how can I eliminate the critical and fearful thoughts and the critical and fearful mind. But instead of focusing on eliminating it, if you really just think about what can I add that will, you know, help quiet that part of my mind and myself, that's a lot more of an effective way because there is no way to like truly just eliminate negative, critical, and fearful thoughts. Like you're human, it's going to happen, it's inevitable. So instead of just focusing on how can I eliminate these, just focus on what you can add. And as you add more of those good things, like the intentional positive self-talk and like the intentional acts of self-care, as you add those on, you're subconsciously going to do more of those things because you're going to notice the difference in how it makes you feel when you're you know, putting more effort and thought and energy into doing those 
acts of self-care as opposed to when you're just letting the critical and fearful thoughts and actions just really run you dry. And I don't know, I just really liked this um, quote because it's just like really helpful for me right now because I know I've been struggling a lot with having like a very critical and fearful mind. Um, just really honestly, since like summertime, it's been like a in and out kind of thing. Like I'll have like a week where I'm, I'm doing okay, but then it just all kind of like gets, I keep slipping back into it. And I have been in that mindset of how do I get rid of this? How do I stop this from happening? Like it's really bringing me down and all this stuff. And this was a good wake up call for me to realize like, okay, I need to stop thinking of how can I get rid of this? And just think of like, how can I, you know, deal with this because it's going to happen regardless. But one of the best things I can do for myself is, you know, adding in as much of that intentional self-care that I can. And that doing those things is going to make me feel better and put me more in alignment with my true self. Um, Whereas the critical and fearful mind, if I just like only focus on eliminating that, it's not going to go anywhere. And I'm going to get really stressed trying to get rid of something that I just can actually never get rid of because it's impossible. So it's basically like trying to do an impossible task. Like you're just never going to be able to achieve that um, because we're human and that's just how it is. So I really liked that quote for this week and I thought it was really good for this week's episode. And my goal this week, I, this is also honestly in alignment with the quote, but I want to be very intentional with creating like little moments and pockets of peace in my day. And I think part of the reason why I've had such a critical and fearful just mind, and that's like the way things have been operating for me lately is because I haven't been very intentional with the self-care really in months. And I mean, it's all because life has just gotten busy just with moving and work being busy and wedding planning, like things just got really busy and I've just really put myself on the back burner And I really want to be more intentional about creating those little moments of peace because it's in those moments of peace and doing those little things of self-care that I do start to feel better and I don't feel like my brain is in the dumps anymore. And I just haven't been intentional about that at all in the last few months. Like, And what I do in those little pockets of peace, it's basically just like taking time to like read, taking time to like let myself be creative or just like do things that like my creative side like wants to do or indulge in without feeling guilty um sometimes it's like cleaning but not like cleaning in a rush or organizing something sometimes it's baking sometimes it's going on walks um sometimes it's you know going to a new coffee shop like it's a lot of different things but most of the time it's in the walls of my home And I just tend to just make excuses and I also am definitely the type of person that typically waits for a moment to be like freed up and that's when I allow myself to indulge in those, I don't even want to say indulge because it's not really, it shouldn't be something you have to indulge in because it's not, but those waiting on those times to come where I'm like okay I don't have anything to do so like now I can take care of myself now I can do this act of self-care and what I realized because that's like how I've been operating the last few months and I've only read like twice in the last like three months and I'm like oh that's definitely because I have been just waiting on a free moment and I just genuinely don't really have that much free time granted yes like I've spent time on my phone that like I could have been doing those things like I'm not saying I didn't have a single 
like a week worth of free time in the last three months because I definitely have. I just haven't prioritized it and I haven't been intentional with creating that time. And I've just been waiting on that time to show up and then decide right then and there that I'm going to do it. So I want to be better about like deciding, okay, each night at like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, like I'm not going to get on my phone anymore. And that's going to be like those last like hour, two hours or whatever of the night, like that's going to be dedicated to like what I want to do in that time. Whether that's, you know, like doing stuff related to the wedding planning, because it is, it's stressful, but like finding inspiration for stuff is fun. But like when you're actually like trying to like book things, pay for things, whatever, that part's stressful. But like if you're just looking for inspiration and stuff, I find that part fun. So like maybe it's doing that. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's finding something to bake and running and getting the ingredients and doing that. Or, you know, it could be anything. It could be just like taking a very like long like self-care shower because I feel like I'm always very rushed and like allowing myself to like take my time, get ready to get ready for bed. Um, It could just be literally going to sleep early. Like it could be so many things or it could just be like watching a TV show with my fiance. Like it could be so many things. So I really want to be like very intentional about it instead of just, you know, putting it on the back burner and waiting for the free time to just like fall into my lap. Because if I do that, I'm just not going to ever take the time to do those acts of intentional self-care. And those are the things at the end of the day that make me feel better and they make me feel more at peace. So that's why like, I, I like to call them little like moments of peace and like pockets of peace and everything. Because at the end of the day, those are the things that help me have a much more um, clear head and make me feel much more at peace, especially like at the end of the day. So that is my goal for this week. And my gratitude, I am so thankful for the freaking change in weather. We had like a little tiny cold front come through like a few weeks ago here in Houston and it was cold for like three days, but then it's been in like the mid eight, mid to high eighties since then. And we've had like just really like gloomy days, but not like cozy gloomy days. Like the gloomy days where you walk outside and it feels like you're in a sauna because it's just that humid and just that hot. So we finally had a front come in and now it's like supposed to like actually be mild weather the rest of the year. So I'm very, very excited about that. Like I was able to wear a full on, you know, sweatshirt and sweatpants and Uggs today. So like that's a win in my book and I'm just really thankful for it because I don't know, I just... It's hard to be, you know, like in the Christmas spirit and everything when it's 85 degrees outside and I decorated for Christmas like last week and or last weekend, kind of like last week slash last weekend. I haven't decorated the tree yet, but it's like been up, but it's because I don't have um, ornament hooks and I got new ornaments, but I'm also going to use some of my old ones. So I'm waiting my ornament hooks come in the mail and then I'm finally going to decorate my tree. So it feels like way more cozy and I just feel a lot more like real true Christmas spirit being able to I don't know do all of this and like decorate and everything while it's actually like cold out and cozy out and everything so that is what I'm really thankful for this week and it seriously just makes a big the biggest difference I know that if you live somewhere where like you actually have four seasons you probably think it's just like the weirdest thing that I sit here and like pay this much mind to weather but seriously it affects my mood so much when I'm like too hot or too humid And granted, I wouldn't want to be, like, super, super cold either, Um, but I do like how it does. I like the level of coldness, I guess, it gets here because, I mean, overnight it's, like, in the 30s and then, like, in the day it gets up to, like, 60, but so it's, like, crisp and chilly and I really like that. But a little bit colder than that, probably wouldn't do too well with, so 
that is what I'm thankful for this week. And let's go ahead and get into the episode. So the very first thing I want to share for how to get out of your own way is to stop waiting on someone or something else to validate your own desires. I still struggle with this and I don't think there's ever going to be a time I don't struggle with this just because as I get older, I, you know, figure out things that I realize I'm like, wow, I actually don't like this or wow, I never thought I would like this. And you kind of like, you experience more. So you realize that you like certain things and you don't like certain things. That's just part of growing up and part of life. But I feel like something I struggle with is I will realize I like something and I almost need someone or something to validate me liking that. Like me having a desire to do something just isn't enough for me to go do it. And me or me having a desire to not do something is not enough for me to not do it. I almost just have to be, I either have to like justify myself or I have to have someone else validating it. Like, yes, that's like a valid passion. And I honestly just think that this is something I struggle with because a lot of my passions that I had when I was little just weren't really validated in the academic setting because I just had like STEM pushed down my throat and I've, I'm actually like a very creative person and I've been so out of touch with my creative side. Like obviously I do YouTube and stuff and I've been doing that for like five years. So that is, has been like a huge help in being able to be creative, but I mean, I'm not able to fully explore my creative side and it's just been limited to just YouTube related stuff, which, you know, whether you're a creative or analytical person, creative is one big umbrella for a million different things. And the the same is true for an analytical side. And there were so many things that I think I was like interested in, but I was just, they were just kind of like wrote off as not being something that's, you know, tied to a well-respected or high-earning career so it was kind of like oh that just needs to like be a hobby because you can't really devote too much time to it because you have to prioritize like the STEM stuff and it wasn't necessarily like a specific person saying this this is just like the culture of I feel like primary school like it's just like you you know I don't know it's just STEM stuff is so much more which I've talked about this in episode in episodes before so it's nothing new and it's nothing revolutionary but it is annoying when you realize how much it's caused you to suppress your own desires and the consequences of being a child having to suppress your own desires is becoming an adult and feeling like you need other people to validate the things that you're discovering you're passionate about And it's like, I am 24 flipping years old. Why can't I just like do something because I want to do it? And some people may be able to do that, but I'm realizing, holy crap, the reason why I am this way is because these things that I cared about when I was younger, I really just couldn't, you know, just go do them. And I think like when I was really little, that was kind of true because it was like, okay, if there was a sport you like to play, like, you know, you could get into that like at a young age but then you get older and it's not as easy to just like hop into a sport and like that kind of thing and you know since I was in middle school it's like I was in math team in middle school and then in high school like all of everything it was just so pushed to you know take as many college classes as you can and do all these you know things so that you can I don't know. It's like you, if you were like the slightest bit good at a STEM subject, I just felt like you couldn't even 
say no to it. Like it was just like, it was just pushed on you. And don't get me wrong. Like I actually do like love math and I love it, but is it something that like I want my entire life to revolve around? No. Like there are so many things that I care about that I just feel like I haven't even gotten to try out or explore because I've just suppressed that desire to do them because I just felt like it was something that I couldn't do because no one's telling me it's okay to do those things. So I feel like I've gotten in my own way now as a 24 year old because I'm an adult and there are things that I would love to like try out hobby wise or maybe there's a career I'd like to try out eventually and or maybe just something that I'd like to learn more about like it doesn't even have to be that big of a deal and I feel like I can't do it without someone telling me like yes it's good for you to go do that and as a result, I'm in my own way because I'm limiting my ability to see how much I could potentially like something for myself because I'm sitting here waiting on someone to tell me like, yes, that's a good move or waiting on someone to just validate my desire to do something. And you just have to realize you can't wait on someone, whether it's a friend, a family member, a mentor, a colleague, whoever it is, you can't wait on someone or something else to validate your own desires. You know, like you care about what you care about. And at the end of the day, if you really want to be in alignment with yourself and you really want to be, you know, I don't want to say living your best life, but, you know, living your life that, you know, honors what you want to do, you can't sit here and wait on someone to validate what you care about because at the end of the day you just care about it or you don't care about it and it's up to you to make those decisions to do those things or not do those things and one of the biggest ways I find myself getting in my own way when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply and keeping myself from doing things is by realizing like, huh, this is something I'm like really interested in. But then I am like, nope, I, I can't really be interested in that because this is the more just shiny thing that I should be doing. And this is what more people will applaud or more people will respect. And as a result, I just like suppress all those desires. And then as a result, what do you know, I'm in my own way and I'm keeping myself from doing something I truly care about just because I'm wanting other people to validate the thing I care about. So definitely do not wait for anyone or anything when it comes to doing something you care about or stopping doing something you don't care about. And this isn't an instantaneous thing. I'm not like saying, oh, if you don't care about your job, quit it and then do something else. Like, obviously, that's not going to be like an overnight thing you figure out. Like, and nobody's really in a position. I mean, not many people are in positions to just be like, yeah, no, not doing this. And bye. I'll like take a hiatus from responsibilities and figure it out. Like, no. I mean, most of us are adults that like have bills to pay and we can't just say, like, yeah, I'm just going to like dabble in a few of my like passions and hobbies and then just like figure out which one like it's it's a it's a work in progress so like don't take that with like a grain of salt when I say like stop waiting on someone else and when I say like oh like stop doing the things that you don't care about and do the things you do care about 
it's truly a process. Like it's not an overnight thing. So keep that in mind too. Um, don't put the pressure on yourself to figure anything out overnight. It's all about like making little small decisions that get you closer and closer to who you want to be in the life you want to live because it's not going to be an overnight switch where you can just completely change your life and everything you're doing overnight because that's just not realistic and it's going to take time for you to figure out what you like and what you don't like and each little decision you make um that honors those things that you like and honor and doesn't really honor the things you don't like that's going to get you closer and closer to being in a position where you're no longer getting in your own way because you're not waiting on people to validate your own desires if that makes sense and the next thing is to be aware of your blind spots and what holds you back So I think of this as like the excuses that I tend to make in an effort to stay comfortable. And you probably don't realize these things. Like you really have to like sit and think about this one because it's not something that's going to probably be very clear to you. And um, I try to like look back and reflect and see, you know, what habits and patterns do I tend to see and like slip into when I am in a position where I need to either be making a big decision or if I'm in a position where, you know, things are going to be changing a lot or if I'm in a position where I'm uncomfortable. And I tend to do, I tend to have like the same habits and patterns in those types of situations. So I can look back and see, okay, when I get really or when I can sense something is going to change, or I can sense that I'm going to be uncomfortable, I tend to just, like, distract myself in every way possible and just, like, really overload myself by being so busy just so I can put off having to make a decision. Or I can, you know, like, just say, oh, I'm too busy to, like, have to actually think about this and worry about this and make a decision. And as a result, I'm getting in my own way because I am delaying me living in alignment with myself and delaying doing something that could be good for me or doing or making a decision that I need to make. And I have seen this so many times in my life just where I, you know, needed to make a decision and I was trying to like think about it, but it made me really uncomfortable to do so because thinking about change is really hard. So then as a result, I'm like, okay, how can I like get out of this? And, you know, push this decision off to the last possible minute and it's basically just by like being keeping myself insanely busy and doing so much to where I don't even have time to like sit and think about making that decision and I just have to wait until the decision is almost made for me which that's not a way to live your life because that is not a very like authoritative like way to live your life because you should be making those decisions for yourself and not letting like someone else make them for you and not letting you know just it it, the time to make a decision expire basically because you're too scared to make one and you don't want to be uncomfortable making one and that's something that I can notice so I, I what I'm doing going forward to stay out of my own way is to really just note try to notice when I'm making myself really busy and it's a little bit different now that I'm like working a full-time job because obviously that takes up like 98% of my time But if I find myself like trying to like take on extra stuff with YouTube like more than usual or if I'm finding myself like wanting to explore other little like passion projects or over committing to like just 
social things, I, I know it's going to be a red flag in my head now. Like, Hey, you need to check in with yourself and see, you know, are you actually wanting to be doing all of these things? Or are you just trying to distract yourself from making this decision that you should be making? Or maybe you don't need to be making the decision right then and there, but maybe you just need to be like really thinking about it with a clear head. And you're not going to be able to do that if you're putting way too much on your plates where you can't even like take the time to think about it clearly. So I think that we all have different habits that we tend to do when we sense change or when we know there's going to be change or when we start to get uncomfortable and, you know, we do all those things so that we can protect ourselves and so that we can stay as comfortable as possible. And at the end of the day, you know, sure, like, that's great that you, you know, are trying to keep yourself comfortable, but is it going to be what puts you, you know, in alignment with like who you're trying to be and with your authentic self? And if it is, if making, if doing those things is what's doing that, then great. You probably don't need to do anything here. But I think a lot of us just don't realize the patterns that tend to repeat themselves when we are in those situations and the habits that we tend to pick up on and just keep during those situations. And if you can notice that about yourself, like look back and think of times when you knew a change was coming or when you just felt like really uncomfortable or you were trying to stay comfortable just look back and think on those times like maybe you were uncomfortable in college and tried to transfer schools or maybe just you went through something really tough in high school or maybe your job search like something like that like think of the patterns that tend to repeat themselves in your life so far and like just see so you can see those little habits and as a result you'll be able to once you're aware of them you'll be able to see like going forward like oh, do I need to check in with myself and see if I'm getting in my own way by distracting myself from um, what it is I actually need to be doing and taking care of or what decision I need to be making. And the next thing is to embrace the rookie mindset with everything you do. I just think of this as being completely open to learn, um, being a sponge, as they say in the corporate world, like any job you start during like your first week, like everybody's like, just be a sponge, like soak it all up. And I'm like, it's literally not possible. Like my brain just can't soak it up. Like it's going in one ear and out the other because I have no concept of like real world concept of how to apply any of what you're throwing at me. But I think that with everything you do and try out, especially when you're in your twenties and you're just figuring things out, you know, embrace that sponge lifestyle. You know, it, you may not retain everything and that's fine, but, you know, don't close yourself off to anything just because you've never seen it or heard it or because you think it's not good for you because you never know. Like, maybe it's somebody giving you advice or maybe it's a book you're reading or maybe it's something a mentor is trying to tell you. And sometimes we are so stubborn in our 20s and we have our minds so made up about something that. The second someone like tries to tell us something that isn't in alignment with what we're so stuck on, we just completely shut them out. Like we're not even willing to listen, like truly a one ear in one, in one ear and out the other situation. And who knows, maybe that little piece of advice that they're trying to give you or that you're reading in a book or that you're listening to on a podcast, that could be something life-changing for you. But if you're so stubborn to where you're only willing to listen to things that, you know, really just validate and agree with you and don't like challenge your thinking, you're really not going to grow at all because you're just, 
and you're not going to be able to like expand your outlook on anything or your perspective. And when you're in your 20s, you're doing a lot of new stuff. You know, you're trying out new things, whether it's a hobby or a career, um, or maybe it's just dating. You know, like you may be so decided that you want a significant other that works in the same field as you so that they can understand you. But you may have decided that when you were like 16 or when you were like 19 and you just like didn't really know what it was actually like. But then you're going through dating and you're like, wait, maybe I want someone that can like just totally keep my mind off of work when I'm not at work. And that's not really going to be possible if we're in the same job because that's going to be like such a common subject for us. And I don't know, like that's just an example. You know, just embrace that rookie mindset and be open to learn and be a sponge and just um, really keep your eyes, your ears, and your heart and your mind just like as open as possible because you never know like when someone says something, it could be something life-changing for you, even if it doesn't apply in the way that they're intending for it to. Like they may be talking about your career, but it may be a piece of advice that you take with you and carry into your relationship or something. Like it, sometimes things just have like those other meanings and you're really able to apply it somewhere else and you don't realize like wow they were like giving me advice for this but it actually really applies to this part of my life too and um honestly it's really great when those things happen because it makes you realize how important it is to like actually listen to people and um at least try to like hear them out and also what another thing that goes along with this is just embracing the inevitable inevitability of making mistakes um you know being you're going to be making mistakes the rest of your life whether you're in your 20s you're in your 30s and your 60s and you've been working at the same job for 40 years, like you're gonna make mistakes. You're a human and obviously like the frequency of you making the same mistake hopefully will go down in time. But I feel like your 20s is just a time to really embrace making mistakes. And it's important to keep in mind the definition of a mistake is, you know, or I guess it's not the definition of mistake. People always say, you know, like, doing something once it's a mistake but then like doing it more than once is a choice and I agree with that I think with some things though it is harder to like actually learn and sometimes it may take like two or three times for you to like actually get to the point where it is a choice and it's not a mistake but you get the gist of the quote but basically making mistakes is the biggest way you're going to learn things in your 20s you just have to be okay with you know, letting go of the perfectionism and just accepting, you know, you know what, I'm doing a lot of things for the first time and I'm going to screw up and I'm going to make these mistakes. And I find myself like with my personal life, for example, like I'm like, okay, I work in accounting. So I feel like my finances should be like absolutely perfect. And I should be, you know, I should have like this stellar portfolio of investments and everything. But then I'm like, I'm literally like, why am I putting that on myself? Like, I'm not even in a financial position to have a stellar portfolio of investments. So why am I putting that on myself? Just because I'm in this field doesn't mean I'm going to be in that position right out the gate at the beginning of my career. Like, absolutely not. Um, And I have to embrace, like, you know, like, I'm probably going to make money decisions that are so stupid in my 20s and I'm not going to realize it until later on down the road. But you know what? When I realize it later on down the road, I'll know not to make that same decision again and run myself into the same position like I I know that I mean I don't know what mistakes I've made like right now but I mean I can guarantee you that I'm going to make them I guess is what I'm saying and I just have to be okay with that like I can't 
just chase perfection in all aspects of life. And I just have to embrace that I'm going to make mistakes in my career. I'm going to make mistakes in my personal life with friendships, with relationships, like with literally just everything, like mistakes will be made. And at the end of the day, like you just have to, you know, do your best. And when you make those mistakes, learn from them and move on and don't let them define your identity. And the next thing is to adjust your circle as needed. And I say this because the people you spend time with will ultimately influence your perceptions and can 1000% get in your head. And people who aren't, people who have like that mindset that I was talking about when I was saying to, you know, just really be open to listening to anything and it doesn't mean you have to agree or disagree with it, but just be open to hear and listen. There are those stubborn people who already have their mind made up on X, Y, and Z. They may think, um, they may think that your career that you want to do is a just dumb choice and surrounding yourself with someone like that who just has their mind made up on that and isn't even open to supporting you in that choice to pursue that career that's not going to do you any good and it's going to result in you getting in your own way because it's going to turn into you constantly like worrying about what that person's thinking if you're not 1000% secure in doing that career, which hopefully you are, but chances are you're going to face like if it's somebody that you really, really care about and like value their opinion, you're going to likely get in your head about, you know, proving something to that person or having that desire be validated by that person And people who aren't open to your dreams, your goals, and visions are just going to cause you to feel the need to constantly defend and justify the things that you want. And you want the people you surround yourself with to listen to and support you and give you guidance when needed and not be someone who limits you or doubts you or gives unsolicited advice that you didn't ask for and I just feel like there's like a big difference in the type of people you can surround yourself with. And it's like some people are going to make you feel like you are in a box and other people are going to make you feel like you're in a field and like the sky's the limit and you can go any direction and then they're still going to be there. And I think that identifying the people who make you feel one way versus the other is really important, especially in your 20s, because the people you surround yourself with you can't deny that at the end of the day, like you're going to care at least a little bit about what they think. And because, and that's normal, that's human. Like it's somebody you care about. So of course you're going to care about their thoughts and their feelings and their opinions. And if they, if you're surrounding yourself with people who are more closed-minded and just don't really have the ability to support you and your wildest dreams, It's kind of like why keep them around if it's going to be something that's going to cause you to get in your own way. And really it's them getting in your way and then you end up getting in your own way too. And I don't necessarily mean those people who just like don't – because it's important to like have people in your life too. Like, you know, they give you the reality check and they give it to you straight. I think that having like a good balance of all of that is obviously ideal. But I mean you you can't necessarily like – tell people to like be a certain way you know what I mean like you just have to you know take your friends as they are and the people in your life as they are but at the same time like don't take any crap and like if somebody's like literally limiting you probably shouldn't like be spending as much time with them like I'm talking about the people that just kind of like belittle your thoughts and dreams and like ideas 
Like maybe it's someone that, you know, you say like, I really want to, you know, open up this coffee shop one day. And then they're the type of person that's going to be like, why would you want to do that? Like, it's not going to, you're not going to make any money. You're not going to be able to support yourself. It's like, if they're not even giving you the chance in their head to succeed with it, like they're already basically letting you know right then and there that they don't believe in you. And like, that's just not the kind of, you know what I mean? That's just not the kind of support you need. And like, granted, they can be realistic about it, but in a way that isn't just completely shutting down you know, the things that you want for yourself. And you may like wonder how can I identify who these people are and everything. You really just want to surround yourself with people who make you feel like you have that room to grow and do anything rather than surrounding yourself with people who make you feel like you need to shrink or like stay within a certain space. And for me personally, I can usually easily identify this by thinking of who I tend to over explain myself to or the people that I tend to try to like justify my ideals ideals my ideas goals and dreams and stuff around if that makes sense so I can like think back to friendships I had like in middle school high school and like I would say you know like I would love to do this one day and they were the type of person that I would just feel like I would need to say I would love to do this one day because I think that blah, 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 or I would just like really try to justify it and over explain it. Whereas me just having a dream and doing something, I shouldn't feel the need to do all that, which I still do it like naturally sometimes because I just can be a chatterbox occasionally, especially if I'm like really comfortable with you. Um, So it's, but you know, personally when it's you over explaining versus you just being really passionate and talking about it because that person is nice enough to listen. You know what I mean? Like there's a very big difference in both of those things and it tends to do with how the other person's receiving what you're telling them and um I know that I have definitely had friendships where I've just felt like I couldn't fully be myself or I just felt like I had to over explain something or justify like why I was you know like starting a YouTube channel for example or like just stuff like that that like people just didn't really support and they kind of made that clear Um, and wanted you to just kind of stay in your box that you were in and remain the way you were, like the way that you are in their head, if that makes sense. So that's definitely a way that you can get in your own way is by letting your circle just have, you know, too much power over you, which like I said, the people you surround yourself with, like I'm a firm believer, like people I surround myself with at the end of the day, they are so important to me. And I just, the people in my life are just so important to me. And I value all of their opinions. Like, I always want to support them the best I can. But when they want me and ask me to be realistic with them, I will be. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to just shut things down just because it's not something I necessarily, like, could see being possible right away. Because just because I can't see it's possible doesn't mean it's not. Like, I'm not this omniscient person that like just like literally knows the outcome of everything and knows what's going to be possible for someone versus what's not going to be you know what I mean like I don't know I just really think that this is a way that we get in our own way but we don't realize we're getting in our own way because we tend to just be like oh it's you know it's it's not me like but it eventually becomes you because the things that people you know speak over you and like how people 
believe in you or support you and don't support you, it absolutely plays a role in how you believe in yourself and you want to surround yourself with people who also believe in you. So it's super important to keep that in mind when it comes to getting out of your own way. And the next thing is to strive to learn from those who live a lifestyle you're working towards and stop vilifying those with lifestyles you can't relate to. So this one's really important because this one I feel like is more and more apparent with social media being so integrated in our daily lives. Um, It's really easy for us to go online and find someone that has the lifestyle that we want to be living and just, I mean, subscribe to it, like literally like on YouTube and like subscribe to it in terms of like, okay, like this is what this person did. So like, I'm going to set myself up on a similar path. But at the same time though, I notice people just sort of vilifying the things that aren't relatable to them in the life they live. But how selfish and unfair of us is it to do that when everyone is entitled to live their life and pursue what they want to pursue. You know what I mean? Like, like we have a limited number of days on this earth and a limited number of hours in the day. So why would we waste that time ridiculing and vilifying the way people want to live their life? Like, why would we just for the, just because it's not relatable to us and what we're doing? Like, let someone be a teacher if they want to be a teacher. Let someone be a content creator if they want to be a content creator. Just let them do it. And them being relatable or not to you, that just go find someone that is. You know what I mean? Like, if it matters that much to you. Because you can't, and this is just my opinion. You can disagree with it. But in my opinion, I just think it's a lot more effective and helps you be more in alignment with your authentic self if you put your time and effort into you know looking up to people and consuming content from people who live a lifestyle that you're working towards and I feel like sometimes the relatable aspect of things just need to be completely removed like I know that that is something that makes us feel more comfortable as consumers of content but at the end of the day you know just if you put your time and energy more so into consuming content from people that, you know, really just inspire you at the end of the day, that's it. Like, don't waste your time, you know, ridiculing or, you know, do watching things or consuming things or reading things that put you in a more negative mindset. And if it's not relatable to you and it makes you feel like crap, like that's, that just means you just don't need to keep consuming it at the end of the day. Like that doesn't mean that you need to harp on that person for them living their life, making you feel like crap. And that's just what I don't get. And this may sound like a influencer or content creator rant. Fortunately, I haven't faced this, but I've definitely seen it on TikTok before. And I feel like I need to add, I'm not talking about like when people are like so out of touch that it's just like bad taste. It's just kind of like, okay, well, At the end of the day, you know, just put your time and energy into the things that are going to inspire you and help you and uplift you. And if someone's lifestyle isn't relatable to you, then, you know, there are people out there who are like, yeah, this isn't relatable, but I'm striving to like have this amount of free time that this person has one day or have this level of financial freedom that this person has one day. So they keep consuming that content because that's just like what inspires them. And that's okay. Like we're all going to be inspired by completely different things. We all have completely different goals. And at the end of the day, I think that 
a way that we can get in our own way is by putting so much time and energy into investing your headspace really in the wrong place. And I think that getting out of your own way with this is more so all about just, you know, okay, taking a bird's eye look, an aerial view, if you will, at the content you consume and the people you surround yourself with. And, you know, ask yourself, you know, what am I getting out of each of these things? And you don't necessarily need to get like super detailed with this, but at the end of the day, if something is making you uncomfortable, just like use that as a sign to just like not consume that content anymore. Like there's an unfollow button and a, and a block button or whatever, like do what you got to do. You know what I mean? And just because, you know, you can't relate to someone's specific lifestyle or you don't understand their career, understand why they chose the career they did. You kind of just need to be in a place where you're investing your headspace and like your time and energy, like I've said, into the things that help you learn to help you get to where you want to be. And you want to learn from people who are already in those positions and, um, or who are also striving to be in that place. And it may look like a cookie cutter image of what you would think it would look like for you, but it also may look like someone who just gives really good advice to people in their twenties, but maybe they're like a farmer or something. And you're like, well, the farm farming's like literally not relatable to me at all, but they give this really good advice that I think is going to help me in my career later or in my friendships and relationships. So you consume content for that from them for that reason. Like, you know, it doesn't have to look a certain way or be a certain way, but I think at the end of the day, it's more so about just making sure that you are using your time and energy wisely when it comes to people you're surrounding yourself with and the content you're consuming, especially because of how much is available at our fingertips. Like we're all out here just doing our best and trying to just pursue our own goals and everything. And at like, we just have to accept, you know, there are people who want to be teachers. There's people who want to be doctors. There's people who want to be content creators, business owners, entrepreneurs, podcasters, professional athletes, whatever it may be, not all of that is going to be relatable to us, obviously, but we may, you know, get little nuggets of inspiration from different people and their lifestyle may not be relatable to ours. That doesn't mean we need to condemn them for it, that maybe we, you know, just don't need to consume content from them at all. Or maybe we keep finding ourselves going back to their content because we find that there's an aspect of their life that we actually do inherently like kind of look up to, or that we find value in. And that's okay. You know, just I think keeping your mind in check with what you're consuming is just really important because it's really easy to like slip into a spiral of like just not being in a good place with social media and slipping into that like comparative sort of thinking and getting in a place where you are constantly comparing yourself to the other people you're seeing on social media or maybe you're just consuming content that is you know not in alignment with like where you're wanting to get to or be and sometimes that's kind of just like what TV is for, you know what I mean? Like something very mindless where it's just like, I don't know, so far removed from our actual life and everything like that. And there is a time and place for that, but I don't know, maybe this makes no sense to you. Maybe it makes perfect sense to you. It's just my opinion at the end of the day. And I think that I tend to get in my own way when I will, you know, start comparing my life to someone else's, but then I'm like, okay, well I need to just get in a better place myself 
to where I can receive their content and not compare myself when I see it. And that's a me problem, not a them problem. So I'm not going to hate on them for it. Um, and one of the things I can do to get in a place where I can comfortably like consume their stuff without comparing myself is by, you know, doing those little things that like, you know, make me feel better about myself and striving to learn from those on social media that I do find value from. And that will make me feel better to like consume content from people that maybe I don't relate to as much, but I just simply enjoy their content. And I don't want to be in a place where I'm comparing myself to them left and right. You know what I mean? And it's, that's like, I find a way that I really get in my own way a lot. So I find that one of the best ways to just make sure your, you know, social media consumption and everything is not getting in your way is to make sure it's just, you know, okay, I'm, I'm following these people because they genuinely inspire me and they help me to, you know, I don't know, learn new things or they live the lifestyle that I one day want to live, but I'm not necessarily looking at it from a lack perspective from what I don't have and what they do have or vice versa or whatever. So that's just kind of like a way I look at it. I just know that personally I can get really in my way and in my head if I am constantly consuming content on social media and I'm comparing myself to someone. That's just like a big red flag that I'm getting in my own way and I need to just like remove myself from it entirely so that I'm not like slipping myself into a downward spiral of comparing myself and looking at things from a lens of like never being able to achieve something or like just thinking I'm I don't have the potential to do something or whatever so it can be a really slippery slope with social media I'm sure we've all experienced it at some point or another and the next thing is to detach the idea of success from being one big goal or achievement and instead attach the idea of success to the small everyday wins to help build your confidence and recognize each little part of the journey instead of only focusing on the end goal. And I know I've talked about this before in podcast episodes. It's probably been a while since I've talked about something like this, but I have always been a very achievement driven and achievement focused person. And I have found so much of of my worth in achievements and like big shiny things, like the big shiny corporate big four job, the Um, you know, going to college and getting the accounting degree and all of this stuff. And that is what I told myself. I was like, if I do these things, I'm going to be viewed as successful from people around me. And ultimately, because I had no self-esteem, that was what was giving me confidence at the end of the day. But it wasn't true confidence. It, It was, I mean, completely fake because it wasn't in alignment with myself at all. And it was all in an effort to just do something that looked best to the people around me and was, you know, most applaudable. And I have been learning how to just detach the meaning of success and achievement from these big things that have that like shiny look and feel to them in your head. And instead attaching the idea of success to like my little wins, my small wins, like getting out of bed without snoozing my flipping alarm clock is a win. And that is success in my eyes and making it to the workout class. I didn't feel like going to, but going in and having a great time and feeling really great afterwards and, you know, just learning something new today or getting to see a friend today. Like there are so many little small wins that we just like let go unnoticed just because they don't have like a fancy big shiny title or accolade attached to it or something. And one of the 
other big ways that I just find myself getting in my own way, just like with my life. And when I think about my career goals is thinking that I have to have like all these like fancy, like I need to have like a certain degree or a certain certification, or I need to like reach a certain milestone in my career before I can try something. And that's just like not how things are. And, you know, like you can, you can just really detach the idea of success when you really remove it from a big goal or achievement and you really look at success as like small little things in your day-to-day life and small wins it's going to build your confidence and make you feel so much more confident when making decisions and when you know just looking at your career goals because if you're just constantly waiting on the next big thing to be the only way you measure success in your life you're just never really going to be happy with the things you've achieved because you're not taking the time to stop and appreciate the little small wins that you've, you know, accumulated along the way and you're only so focused on the big shiny end goals and as a result, you know, you're just kind of not really ever going to be satisfied. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I find myself struggling with this one a lot and it can be really hard to, you know, not be in my own way with it because I know for sure like with, you know, corporate careers it's just like oh my gosh like it's it seems like climbing the ladder is like the only form of success but there's so many little things within your day-to-day job that like are small wins that you just don't pay mind to just because they don't have that specific title or that specific pay raise or that specific accolade attached to it when at the end of the day you know learning how to do something that you didn't know how to do yesterday that is a win and that is success and I don't know. The older I get, the more I realize success is a lot less about the end goals and the big fancy titles and achievements and yada, yada, yada. And it's more so about just like the small things in your everyday life that you, you know, do and that build your confidence as you accumulate more of them. And last but not least is to remember that even the worst days will come to an end. I find myself getting in my own. This is kind of like an interesting like domino effect type of thing. So say I'm having like a really bad day. I'm very quick to just be like, this is a horrible day. And I kind of just like let it control everything. I let it control my mood. I let it carry into my friendships and relationships. And I will be in a bad mood with those things. And maybe I'm like, today's just sucked. So why would I go do anything positive? Like go work out or um, cook my favorite meal. Like I'm just going to, you know, just write today off as being horrible. And that's me getting in my own way. Cause I'm keeping myself from doing things that I probably actually really want to do, but I'm just telling myself like, Oh, this sucks. So I'm not even going to like let myself try to redeem the rest of my day. And I just write it off as being bad. And that's me getting in my own way because, you know, going to that workout class probably would have like cleared my mind and made me, made my mental health so much better after having a bad day. Whereas a lot of times, you know, I just tend to have the mindset of like, just because one bad thing happens, that means that the whole day is going to be ruined. And that's just like not how it is. 
or how it should be. And I think when I remember, you know, like even the worst days I've had, they come to an end and I can start over the next day. But I don't necessarily need to wait until the next day to start over. I can start over whenever I want to start over that day. You know, something bad can happen at work or maybe, you know, you get in an argument with a friend and you can choose to write off the rest of your day and start over the next day. Or, you know, you can be like, yeah, this happened, but I'm not going to let it get in my way of, you know, making the most of the rest of my day and doing what my heart truly desires the rest of the day. And I think it's important to remember that so that you can stay out of your own way. But that's everything I have for you all. I hope you all all enjoyed this week's episode. Um, Once again, these are all just like my opinions with like the best ways I find that I can help myself get out of my own way and the patterns I tend to notice when I am getting in my own way. And this is all very personal to me. So you may not experience any of these things. You may experience all of them. And, you know, it's totally valid for you regardless because it's your life experience. But I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode and hope it inspired you to help yourself get out of your own way because I know we all tend to do it at some point or another but the way we do it is what's different and um, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week and the rest of your day and be sure to follow in bloom podcast on instagram it's just at in bloom podcast and if you want more content from me I post once a week on youtube I just post like lifestyle videos vlogs and everything and I will talk to y'all next week and also be sure to join the in bloom podcast facebook group thank y'all so much for listening